Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Pipe Bomb Show. I am your host, John Pipe Bomb. Um, if uh, this episode sounds any different, I have a brand new microphone. <laughs> I have been waiting to use this thing, and um, I just looked, and I was like, you know what? I've got time now. Why not? So, uh. I did have two um, episodes recorded um, already, but uh, I didn't publish them, so I I don't even know what's on those episodes, so I just, you know, I just got rid of it. I said, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to do one right here, right now. Um, I wonder how this is going to sound like. Um, I'm in my new... Uh, place I recently moved there's still a lot of boxes so yeah um I know where we can where we could do this past uh week two weeks now NXT has officially said goodbye to two members of its roster. It's a sad episode, guys. Um, We're just going to talk about basically these two athletes, these two superstars who uh, have been with NXT for more than four or five years each. I'm talking, of course, of Kyle O'Reilly and Johnny Gargano, who it was rumored that, you know, their contracts were coming up. And it turns out it it was true. They signed extensions so that they can do um, NXT war games that just passed. In which they both lost their matches. So... We'll go with Kyle O'Reilly first. This should be just a Johnny Gargano episode, but you know what? I will give Kyle O'Reilly his due. Kyle O'Reilly, um, I had only heard of him from Ring of Honor. He was uh, a tag team with Bobby Fish, uh, Red Dragon, and I didn't hear much. It's just one of those names that, you know, I, I, I would always see Ring of Honor had a show. You would see the same couple names. You would hear about the buzz on the indies, you know, the Briscoes, uh, Jay Lethal and Ring of Honor. When Cody Rhodes went to Ring of Honor and stuff like that, Red Dragon was there too. Uh, War Machine, uh, the Viking Raiders before they came to WWE. Um, then there was a rumor that they would they that NXT would be starting a a, a Ring of Honor only style group. So what happened? NXT Takeover Brooklyn three, I believe. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, they attacked. Uh, the other tag teams, 
when there was a tag team match, I believe, Sanity and the Authors of Pain. And then, um, then in the main event, Drew McIntyre won the NXT title. Or maybe he retained it from, uh, uh, I believe, Bobby Roode. And uh, they came out on the apron, distracted him. And then, of course, um, Adam Cole came in, attacked him. And that's what started this group, the Undisputed Era. One of my favorite groups of all time. Um, Kyle O'Reilly has been NXT Tag Champ three times with two different partners. One with uh, two with Bobby Fish, one with uh, Roderick Strong. When Bobby Fish was injured, and they brought Roderick Strong in the group. Um. You you saw that they weren't going to do anything with Kyle O'Reilly and the new NXT um, NXT 2.0 just based on everything you saw. Kyle O'Reilly was a tag team guy. He was a tag team specialist. Then he the the uh, undisputed era they split up. He feuded with Adam Cole. He won the battle. He won the war. And he was established as a singles guy. He had a couple of NXT title matches against Finn Balor. He's had matches against Pete Dunne. He was establishing himself as a single star. Eventually, you thought, hmm, you know, they're building up Kyle O'Reilly. He's lost twice up against, uh, you know, fighting for the title. He's won his main feud against Adam Cole. I thought, you know, eventually he's going to win it. He's going to win the world title. The the NXT title, sorry. But as soon as NXT 2.0 popped up, what they do? They put him right back in a tag team with uh, Von Wagner. So you could see where, where his value was. He was there to help mentor a rookie. Like AJ Styles is doing with Omos on Monday Night Raw. He's he's there to help guide him. So it looks, you know, like Kyle O'Reilly's done. He just had a match with uh, Von Wagner. Steel Cage lost the match. He's on his way out. Where does he go? Think it's pretty obvious, right? Going to AEW. As of this recording now, Adam Cole's there. Bobby Fish is there. Adam Cole even dropped uh, the little little hint to the Young Bucks. Said, next week, I got a surprise for you guys. I got a Christmas surprise. One of the guys I listened to, uh, Solomon Monster on uh, YouTube, he he was throwing the idea of um actually a couple people them um uh the 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 Brian and Vinny show they were throwing around the idea of you know Kenny Omega's out it's just the young bucks Adam Cole 
Now Bobby Fish is making his way into the elite. Now Adam Cole is going to bring in uh, uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Then maybe those three take over the group. But then Kenny Omega comes back. There's a power struggle. And then you split the elite. Three versus three. You've got matches for weeks. Weeks right there. Tag team matches. One-on-one matches. Trios matches. Build up to a big pay-per-view match. Either a a six-man tag or one-on-one. Kenny versus uh, uh, Adam Cole. That's what it's looking like. Um... It's sad to see Kyle go. I didn't see him as a a big single star. I'm not going to come here and say that. Um, what I am going to say is when WWE, their, their roster was looking thin and it was like, just like, what, what, what could they do? What could they do to change this? And my initial response was bring up the Undisputed Era. Because this one group, one group, checks all your boxes. You bring up all four members of Undisputed Era. Let's see. You got a tag team for your tag team division. That's always good to have a new team uh, in the division to work with. You got a mid-card guy with Roderick Strong. You got Adam Cole fighting for the world title. He's your leader. They just never pulled the trigger. They did not see this group going past NXT. Now, Roger Strong is still there. He's got his own group, the Diamond Mind. I hope he makes it. I hope he makes it to the main roster. But look at that. Adam Cole gone. Bobby Fish gone. Kyle O'Reilly gone. How do you let let go of such a hot group? What's funny is WWE's made the you know the list, you know, the top top 100 tag teams. Undisputed Era is up there. It's up there. I want to say it's in the top 10. I don't know if I'm crazy, but I think it would be up there in the top 10 unless I'm mistaken. But I'd have to check. Now the meat and potatoes. Johnny Gargano is officially done with NXT. Will he go to WWE? Will he sign a new deal? Could. He could. But as of right now, that doesn't look likely. Let's see. Johnny Gargano, when he was giving his goodbye speech, he was attacked by, I think, Grayson Waller. I think that was just a way to write off Johnny. But um, after this, after NXT went off the air, he went in the ring. Tommaso Ciampa hugged him, cried in the ring, said goodbye to the fans. Even Kyle O'Reilly came out. These two hugged each other. These two were saying goodbye. I was first exposed to Johnny Gargano when he came into NXT. 
So when he was in the Cruiserweight Classic, this guy opened my eyes. I loved that Cruiserweight Classic. I remember being on the edge of my seat for some of these matches because I didn't know who the hell these guys were. But you just listen to their story. You're watching the matches. You get so into it. It didn't feel like 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 WWE driven. It didn't feel like, you know, these were four storylines or anything like that. It's like you were listening to these guys and and what they had to go through to get here. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. I believe the first round, if not the second round of the, the tournament. Um, then on NXT, these two popped up. I remember being there... Um, uh, 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 take over Brooklyn 2. These two were challenging for the tag titles against the Revival. And, you know, they were, they were DIY. And I hadn't watched NXT Weekly. I just saw this team and I was just like, okay. Okay, it's just the team, you know, coming out or whatever to fight the Revival. I knew the Revival. I didn't know about DIY. So I was like, okay, whatever. Let's see this team. That match made you care about the this team. That match very quickly changed my mind on this team. I switched my whole thought process with this team. It went from, ah, okay, it's just a team, whatever. Yeah, we'll see what they could do. To just, holy shit. The, the, this is a fucking team. These guys literally went from, you know, just fighting each other in the first round of the Cruiserweight Classic to just owning. That's, that's going to be a strong word. Owning NXT. These two were the black and gold brand. These two were the heart and soul of NXT. These two were the staple. Think about where they went. They went from just, you know, in the Cruiserweight match, the the tournament, to they're just a team. They become tag champs. Then they feud with each other. Tommaso Ciampa wins the NXT title. Gargano wins the North American title. Then Gargano wins the NXT title. Has multiple, multiple five-star matches. One uh, Right off the bat, one with Adam Cole and one with Andrade. Andrade Ciel, Ciel Almas. It's just Andrade El Idolo from uh, AEW. <laughs> But I remember being there for that uh, takeover Philly. Those two were that that was a hell of a match. To Tommaso Ciampa winning the NXT title again and is the current champion. These two were always special. Actually, I'm going to stop. Let's separate them. But basically what I mean is they these two started off as just a uh, okay. Throw these guys together. Okay. 
to make it funny, uh, you know, little uh, YouTube videos uh, with uh, Bobby Roode. Okay, cool. To, they became synonymous. Johnny Gargano in particular, he's won every title except the Cruiserweight. But he's won every title. And it's like, what, 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 what are we going to do with, without Johnny Gargano now? What's funny is people are just like, no, 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 he's not going anywhere. No, no, no. As of right now, he's got, I think, like five or six shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. He's got a, a, a Twitch channel, which already let people know that, oh, he's got a Twitch channel. Forget it. He's gone. You can't come to the main roster if you've got a Twitch channel. So he is out of there. I think I'm going to miss him. I will miss Johnny Gargano. He, he, he really changed his style. He just, just going from, you know, the lovable baby face underdog to just a heel. Just to this annoying little heel with the way. Leading a group. It's uh, it's gonna be sad to see him go. And at this point, at the time of this recording, it's just a Maso Champa left. You gotta think, who else is there from the old black and gold? Who's there from the old guard? Who is the last remaining, you know, lifeblood? Of of the old NXT. Triple H's NXT. I, I guess you could say Pete Dunne. That would be the only name that comes to mind. And Pete Dunne was really just on NXT um, uh, UK mostly. So you got to think. It's just Champa left. It's going to be sad because uh, it's actually doubly sad because, you know, everybody was talking about Gargano, Gargano. And then out of left field, it was like, hey, well, don't forget, Kyle O'Reilly's gone, too. Or he's leaving. And I said, oh, shit, he's going, too. What the hell? That's out of left field. It's like, yeah. It's sad to hear it's. I see them, you know, they're phasing out. They're, they're, they have these new guys. Sucks to see. And, uh, you know, the obvious questions. Is it going to show up in AEW? <laughs> that is just a name. Uh, that That's going to be right off the bat. People are going to say, hey, is he going to join AEW? Because... It would be fun to see one more Adam Cole-Johnny Gargano match. And these two absolutely kill it. Only problem I don't, I don't like about that is, is that AEW has so many guys. I would love for them to give Johnny, you know, 
some spotlight. Like if you gave me the roster for AEW, I duh, hate to be like Nick Khan, but I would trim the fat. But just just so that we can focus on, you know, I mean, damn, imagine Johnny Gargano. We get a rematch with him and, and Malachi Black. Him and um and Adam Cole, like I said. Johnny Gargano would have some crazy matches. He is having a kid, so maybe he will take that time off. And then maybe after a couple months, he goes, you know what? I'm ready to sign. I'm ready to either go back to NXT, just be a trainer. Maybe I come back to WWE. Maybe I go to the main roster, but, uh, you know, go to the main roster. <laughs> He's a very good underdog baby face. Um, I saw somebody, you know, people get ridiculous sometimes. They said, well, well. You bring him to SmackDown, you build him up, and then he could be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns. And in a perfect world, that sounds good. Good. That sounds excellent. But the issue is, does Vince see that? Does Vince see this man who is small, who, like I said, was competing in the Cruiserweight Classic? Would he see that, that guy, as a future world champion? And at the end of the day, we've seen all these cuts, 80-something plus cuts this year. And it's up to what the big boss has to say. Because we could think this person and that person has all the talent in the world... But ultimately, Johnny's got to go, hmm, well, Cross was bigger than me. Keith Lee had a monster following. People loved Keith Lee when, you know, he debuted on the main roster. And those two guys are gone. At Me and Adam Cole, Adam Cole's a hell of an athlete. I'd put Johnny Gargano and, and Adam Cole on the same level of, you know, wrestling-wise. And they wanted to change everything about Adam Cole. So what chance do I have? He's got to think long and hard about this decision. I can't, I can't wait to see what he does. Thank you guys so much for listening. I cannot wait to talk to you all next time.